If the Word of God truly became man in the Incarnation as the person whom we call Jesus Christ, then it was inevitable that the God-man die. Because death is an inevitable reality in the human condition as we know it. God became man, and then God must die. But the manner of the death of the God-man was specifically according to divine providence for a purpose, and that purpose was redemption. This is a fallen world, and that means that not only is there something in its essence that is twisted about the reality of our world, that has been somehow disjointed by what we call the original sin. But all of our human experiences, in one way or another, are touched by the manifold ways in which that original fallenness impacts our lives be it human weakness, disease, suffering, all the manifold ways that physical reality manifests the fallenness of this world. And it's also all the ways in which the moral and spiritual reality of our lives experience fallenness through injustice, through all of the myriad ways that we experience the sin of others impacting ourselves and the ways that we, in our sinfulness, affect others. God became man and had to die. But in the light of God's providence, that death was meant by God to be redemptive. And in order for Jesus to redeem this fallen world and to bring all of fallen humanity out of this deep abyss of alienation and sin, the God-man himself had to experience it. And Jesus' suffering and death on the cross is the clear testament that the God-man experienced the very depths of human fallenness by himself being the victim of the depravity and evil that human beings can work upon each other. Jesus takes upon himself on the cross all of the sin of humanity, and he experiences on the cross all of the suffering that human beings can experience in their lives. And so there is no one in the human experience 
who cannot approach the cross and know that both his or her sin and his or her suffering are borne by Jesus Christ. And in that mysterious entry into suffering, the God-man saves us. And the proof of that salvation is his resurrection from the dead. In these coming days, the church invites us, exhorts us even, to take the time to enter deeply into the mystery of Jesus's passion, death, and resurrection, so that we can at least a little bit full more come to know and experience in the depths of our hearts that great mystery that God so loved the world, so loved you, that he gave his only Son. The Church's invitation to us to enter into that path through these days that are upcoming is an invitation to experience ever more fully the grace of the redemption. May we open our hearts to it and come at the end to the great Easter.